0: It's me, and it's episode 62 of probably the worst podcast in the world. Um, Thank goodness there's no metric by which to uh, to measure it. Um, It's I don't even know what day it is. I think it's is it the last day of May, 31st of May. Doesn't really matter, does it? Um, It's bank holiday Monday, which has kind of thrown me somewhat. Because we've sort of done... I've had a weekend, and this feels like an odd day. Especially because the sun is out. And, um, like, I guess, kind of... Well, certainly me, I'm not used to the sun being out this frequently. We've had, like, Saturday, Sunday, and today... All sunny, which is nice. Um, I'm going to say now um, that you may want to anticipate any cars that you can hear. I'm going to apologise in advance, but I'm not going to make any effort to, you know, reduce the disruption. Um, it's quite nice, actually. Really, this is a bit of a um, a return to the old production, as it were. Here we are, nice car on queue. Um but yeah, it's a bit of a return to how how things started. I actually listened to the well, a bit of the first podcast recently. I'm not quite sure why. I guess I'm in in a way self absorbed and um, yeah, it's dreadful, but in a way it has its quirks. Um, but yeah, it's worth saying I'm not outside for any kind of um you know, certainly, it's it's not for you. It's more for me, really. I've been kind of trying to maximise my my enjoyment of the the weather and the extra time that I have afforded to me by this bank holiday. Um, we've been. I was I was kind of gearing myself up to work a bit today, um, but to be honest with you, I just I just don't. Care enough, um, certainly when I'm not getting paid for it. Um, I feel like, you know, I feel like it's mad for like a, one of my big gripes, one of my big pet peeves um, about sort of modern business is that you kind of every company sort of seems to want to make you ascribe to like a set of values, which basically don't change. You know, every company is pretty much the same in terms of the values mm-hmm. that, they, that they supposedly espouse. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, this sort of gross tick box exercise. And <laughs> somehow they like try and, they'll find a way to like, you know, maneuver. Those values, (laughs) position them in such a way where it's like, well, you know, a conscientious and giving person would work on a bank holiday for free. And um, yeah, maybe I would if it was for the homeless and not for, uh, you know, paperwork. So yeah, alas, I am not going to work today. Maybe, maybe I will towards the end of the day but certainly not while the sun is out um and i've kind of made a little pact with myself that perhaps i'll you know start work early tomorrow but you know knowing me and i know myself quite well at this stage um i'm not sure i am going to be up as early as i'm kind of suggesting i will to myself but you never know um might start work at 7, get ahead of the game. And I can see there's some merit in that. Because, especially after a bank holiday, it can be, um, it can be particularly difficult. So, we will see. Um, but yeah, what have I done over this bank holiday? Well, Saturday, I can't even really remember what happened. Um, there's a very persistent crow, which is... Uh, which is very off-putting, but yeah. Saturday, I don't really know exactly what what I did. Um, I it wasn't. I think I did maybe play some golf. Um, I think it was possibly very Friday night. I went out. Saturday, I'm not sure. But yeah, Friday night I went out and we had like ice cream and stuff, and I um actually it was kind of awkward. So my, my good friends, a couple of good friends of mine, they took me out for my birthday. Very kind of them. Loved it. Um, we went to a restaurant that will remain unnamed and, um, I kind of made an error. I ordered something that like, we go there every now and then. And generally I would have kind of like a regular thing that I would get. And, um, and I didn't get it this time. I got something different. I got pork belly. And I had one bite of it, and I knew that it would be a, an issue, <laughs> basically. Um, it just, I guess, wasn't... The, the the way it cooked wasn't... It was cooked. It just didn't quite align with my, my corporate values, I guess, um, which involves, you know, melt-in-the-mouth pork belly so um i yeah had one bite of that and i really felt like i couldn't have any more <laughs> which is which is odd because like i'm i'm one of those people where like my I, I, I will eat an entire plate of food that i hate out of sheer kind of um avoidance of uh, I guess um, you know I don't want to offend the chef or the you know the people who serve the food and the the waiters waitresses I never really want to uh, I never really want to offend anyone so I usually will eat it all but um this pork belly was just really difficult because texturally it was um difficult and um, also flavor-wise it was kind of difficult it was sort of spicy but also i don't know not in a way that i enjoy so um what's going on here i think i've lost the thing no i haven't but yeah um this support belly was difficult so i kind of left i reckon i reckon in total i probably had about a third of my plate which is the worst performance i've ever had at a um at a restaurant i would say worst ever um, not to say it's my worst plate of food ever but for some reason I just kind of on this day i was i was happy to abandon my previous kind of um politeness as far as eating plates of food that I don't really want to so i had a bit it's worth saying i had a starter and i enjoyed the starter just had some ribs and ate them so that was good But, um, yeah, I left kind of most of my main course. And when the, when the waitress came back and she was kind of, um, like she was funny, she was kind of pretty well, um, engaged with our table. And we were kind of, you know, she was exchanging banter with us. Um, obviously banter, banter is a horrifying word, but there's no, you know, that actually is the word. Um. But yeah, um, so she kind of said like, are you, you know, you finished? And I, you know, at that point, that's the worst, the worst thing I could have heard really, because I would have just preferred for her to kind of silently, you know, take the, the placement of my cutlery as, as my, um, as my, uh, my indication that I'm finished. Isn't it, you know, you put, you, you put your cutlery together and kind of face it, um, (laughs) Like, you know, face it forward. And for some reason that suggests that you're done. I quite like that unspoken word. Anyway, I had done that, but she still asked anyway, and she looked kind of borderline hurt. And then that, of course um you know that that didn't land well with me so i kind of felt the need to explain myself but really there was you know it, i just basically lied i said i hit the wall and blah blah whatever i can't even exactly remember but i just said i'm absolutely stuffed i can't have anything more um and that simply i don't think that was true um if if i can be honest with with you all or 15 or however many there are of you now um but, yeah, um, so we had that, but what was what was particularly good about that night, I mean, mostly, I just apologized to my friends. I said, oh, look i'm I'm very sorry. I've made the error here by ordering um, you know the incorrect plate. It's not it's no reflection of your generosity as friends, um, but I guess the best part was that shortly after, um, I had kind of said I didn't have anything more to to give. The, uh, the waitress, um, as arranged by one of my friends, came out with kind of a special birthday surprise, which was like a this big chocolate cream stack cake thing, um, which to the side of it had masses of whipped cream, and to the other side it had um, like hundreds and thousands on top of like a sort of jam syrup, type thing um and she came and it had a, a single candle on the top and she came out with a colleague of hers and they sung me happy birthday in front of everyone and um i thought i went very red i thought i was very you know i thought i was embarrassed by the whole situation but i'm told reliably by my friends that i i wore it well so i'm i'm at least pleased with that um I ate the whole cake, of course, and I had the cream. I think I left quite a bit of the, the, the syrup and hundreds and thousands. I had a bit of it, but I don't know um, because when I said I hit the wall, I kind of was right, but I, I'm not sure exactly what happened to me. To be honest, at the dinner table, I think maybe I think maybe I really disliked my plate of food to the extent where I no longer felt hungry for that period of time. So, um, so yeah, but I I did eat the dessert, which was obviously quite funny because I just told the you know the waitress that I couldn't possibly eat anymore. But I think that was probably the right thing to do. I don't think I should have opted out of it um, as well, purely to kind of you know maintain my stance that I'd previously <laughs> outlined. Um, so yeah, that was that was Friday. Saturday I can't really remember. I think I just probably went out for coffee and that was about it. I think I would have done that, gone out for a bit of a run and I think I might have played golf. Um which I know is a very kind of, you know, gentrified and just whatever sport. It's like it's not too much to really report on. Um but Sunday was a real scorcher. That was that was a very hot day and uh we'd booked in to play more golf which was um in a place in the north of where i live which is of course um you know if you're a long-term listener you will have you'll know that i'm i'm not necessarily familiar with these parts and uh the golf course was in fact in a place called pull rose or pulley as i'll probably refer to it and um and me being kind of the, the bastard that I am, I had kind of, you know, um, poorly, I would say, um, sort of subscribed to the uh, you know the, the horror stories that you hear of, of of this estate. It's it's kind of a renowned estate on on our island. Um, it's um, I guess I, I can't really think of. What you would, what you would um, sort of compare it to, but it's kind of yeah, it's fairly notorious, and I'd, I haven't really stepped foot there before. I've kind of been around it and you know observed it, and I know people from there, and they're perfectly fine. Um, but even still, when we went there, um, this was to stock up pre golf um, in the golf course. It's kind of right next to it. Lots of people refer to it as Pulley Golf Course, when in reality it's kind of—I don't know if it actually is called that. Um, so we went in and we went to the spa, the local corner shop, um, to stock up. And <laughs> it was just funny how how guarded I was upon arrival. I was kind of, you know, very careful with uh, what I was doing, with my words, and kind of—I guess—I was looking for a for an expedient, um, visit just to make sure that we're very safe. And, um, it sort of turns out that very much wasn't, didn't, didn't require that level of, uh, that level of kind of, um, what'd be the word caution. I think it was perfectly fine. And in fact, the lady on the till was, um, was lovely absolutely lovely so I was embarrassed at that you know be me being kind of a country bumpkin hermit um, shouldn't really have believed the stories that I'd heard um, not that there are plentiful stories about police bar it's a shop um, but you know so yeah um we'd stopped up there and proceeded play golf um, I was, you know, fairly dreadful. I would say I was hacking the ball around. I hit the. There was one time where I hit the ground so hard that I, I think I, like dislocated my wrist or something, because um, it was real sore. It's not a sore anymore, but um, yeah, it was. It was annoying. And I think the problem with golf is like when you hit something like that, a shot like that, where you just hit the floor and kind of, you know. Kind of barely move the ball, Um, you know. All your energy is just transferred into the floor, and then kind of ricochets back into your joints. Um, I just sort of, yeah. It's it's both sore and embarrassing, Um, which is kind of, you know, real a real sucker punch. A one two punch probably more accurately describes it. So that happened, Um, I kind of recovered to be fair to myself but still the damage was done in in more ways than one at that stage and what I did find also interesting was the fact that kind of, you know, mid course, midway through the round, there was um, kind of between, well, no, just on the hole, one of the holes, there was just a small group of girls who were, I don't know, teenagers of some sorts, and, um, in the most kind of 21st century or even 2021 sort of activity, they were recording TikToks, um, sort of like with the, the fields, the, the, the planes of the golf course as their, their background. And they, in a way it was kind of quite admirable, um, they they didn't care about my presence or you know the, the, my party's presence at all. They they just continued with their TikToks and kind of were giggling and stuff. And I just thought, yeah, fair enough. But also at the same time, it felt like a bit of an indictment on um, on modern society. Although pff, I don't know. I mean, when I was a kid what was i doing i was i was outside in the same way but i was kicking a football at someone's bottom um and you know is is red ass or tick tock you know either of them particularly uh constructive no not at all so you know maybe give them the benefit of the doubt um but yeah, I just thought that was that was interesting. Um, what was also quite nice is the the last hole on the golf course is kind of overseen by the clubhouse, which was uh, full of patrons for the uh, the Sunday the Sunday lunch that they're renowned for. Cat's just done a sneeze, which I always find is funny. Um, so there were some kind of bladded people. Um, yeah, people uh, drunkards, sort of on on a balcony overlooking the 18th green, and I hit probably my best shot of the day in front of them, and they all loved it. So that was a nice moment for me, because um, they obviously didn't get to see the rest of the round. So for that, you know, that brief moment in time, they must have thought, well, this is a this is a guy who knows what he's doing, and uh, they didn't know the dark truth, and that's kind of a you know, something that I, I really enjoy in life, where you can kind of you know pull the rug over someone, um, so to speak. So so that was enjoyable. Um, but yeah, we're uh, we're sort of here, now. I'm just ever since I've been kind of enjoying the uh, the sun. Um, I mean, after I, I feel like it's maybe a sign of my age now. 26 where I uh after after I'd gotten home from golf and it was probably around three in the afternoon four in the afternoon I'd I had to go to bed and I went to bed for about an hour or so for a little siesta and I'll be honest with you it was it was absolutely marvelous the only thing the only issue was I was probably too hot in any case for it which um you know can't be helped because, of course, there's no such thing as aircon in uh, where I live, really, or well, certainly not in my house. Um, we did go to McDonald's, and I tell you what, their air conditioning is absolutely resplendent. I mean, they—they, they, um, I guess they—they they spared no expense, and uh, you know, it really shows. So, I had a lovely time there. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm going to uh, I do a quick bibbidi-bobbidi, because I know that they're in sort of short supply at the moment. Normally I've been I've been kind of doing little one-take things um, for no other reason really other than it's kind of, I guess, kind of quicker in a way to record that way. But yeah, we'll do a bibbidi-bobbidi. I'll return to you. We'll have a quick chat. Hello again. Um, I'm back inside. Not sure why. I just, I just am. I don't need to. <laughs> don't need to explain myself. I'm okay. It's fine. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, just saw a video on my Facebook. I think it was. Um, you know, while I was mindlessly kind of scrolling for uh five ten minutes just there. Um and it was it was one of those, I don't know if you've seen them, but it was one of those fucking videos, and excuse my language, I think it might be one of the first few times I've sworn in a while, but it was one of those fucking videos where um it's always like a guy who looks like a douchebag. Um and he he has a mask on in this case it was a guy and he looked like a douchebag and he had a he had a mask on but it was one of those spooky masks where it like looks like his real face and then like his mask is you know resting on the bottom of his chin um so he's like got a mask on but he's not wearing it and um the gag the bit is basically just he sits there, you know, wherever he is or he's walking around. A lot of the times I see it's in like, you know, um uh like uh supermarkets or um it'll be on like public transport or a plane and the douchebag guy will will just sit there um with his with his funky mask on. Um like waiting for a waiting for a Karen to call him out, so that he can then, you know, spin it back on her, or him. You know, I guess Karen now is like basically a fairly gender-neutral term that is just applied to kind of any busybody. Sorry, biddybody, <laughs> um, and sure enough (laughs) well sure enough someone who's just doing their fucking job who like me like us all is being kind of you know sort of ushered um in such a way to kind of follow company rules because they need the money they need to get paid and um you know, this person who's just doing their job on this plane is like, uh, excuse me, sir, can you can you can you put your mask on? Because they're kind of you know, they're scanning around on the plane. They're looking for a terrorist, you know? They're looking for people who are being shifty. They're looking for people who haven't got their sh- their their, their seatbelts on, even though they've been told expressly not to put their seatbelts on. Uh sorry, to put their seatbelts on. They're looking for people who, you know who have their phones out because even though we've been told, you know, please put your phones, turn them off or have them on airplane. No, in fact, turn your phones off. There's always someone texting as if like they have something so critical that they need to send, like, I need to send this email to whoever, or I need to fucking send this text saying I'm on the plane now. Hey, no one gives a shit as much as you think they do. Um, but anyway, you know, this person's just trying to do their job. They're just scanning around the plane. As I say, they're looking for terrorists or whoever. And they don't have time to necessarily focus on your stupid face, your douchebag face. Um, and um, so they, they can't quite spend the time to discern the fact that your stupid fucking mask isn't actually, you know, um, resting on your chin like you wish they Uh, you know, like you hope that they will think. And so, you know, doing their job, as I say, they ask you to put put the mask back on. And then the guy makes like a a thing of it, like here's now the funny moment, because he's always recording himself as well. You know, I wonder how long (laughs) like these guys spend recording themselves with these stupid fucking masks on, waiting for people to kind of like, you know, just ask the question kind of in a normal way <laughs> and like i i like to imagine there's like 50 minutes of just uncut footage of him just there with you know on the plane just looking kind of fat and sweaty um and uh yeah so like after the, the woman says like you know can you put your mask on he's like but my mask is already on. Like, like, what do you mean? No, in fact, no, he doesn't say my mask is already on. He just, he just says, what do you mean? Like he'll say, he'll say things in an ambiguous way. So as to kind of rile up the person who again is just doing their job that they hate. She doesn't care about your health. She doesn't want you to be healthy. um, Especially anyway, I mean, I'm sure in a general sense, she's kind of like, you know, she doesn't, you know, have any ill will towards anyone. But at the same time, this guy gets run over by a train the next day. She wouldn't even know, and she wouldn't even care. Anyway, he says things like, what do you mean? I I have a mask on. And she's like, you know, what? Like, you know, whatever. And then he kind of shows, like, he has the big dupe thing it's the big reveal he pulls the mask down and there is his real fat face with like his stupid lips and um nose that's slightly bigger than uh, the mask actually initially kind of portrays like what i like most about the um about the mask reveal in these videos is like when they pull down the you know the fake the fake face mask thing um they're always uglier than the mask makes them out to look in the first place so it's kind of like it's a double whammy because like they're revealing themselves to be a fucking asshole and also more ugly than like w- what everyone initially thought they would be and uh, i get quite a lot of enjoyment out of that and what i will say as well is that i feel like you know the act of doing that is essentially you are the karen in that situation and by the way you know i hate that word because there are probably nice karens out there who've just had their lives ruined so you know i guess what i'm gonna go, i'll just go back to saying douchebag even though i don't like that word i can't really you know i i want to say worse words but i don't want um to kind of have this podcast flagged for you know overly explicit content at this stage you know i'm already fledgling enough i don't need more factors to go against me but yeah you're the douchebag in this situation you know because you've gone out there looking for the confrontation so like you say that you're going out there fishing for karen's blah blah, blah. look at this karen who's calling me out and it's like no 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 you've you've instigated the whole thing and then you've, you know, you've stoked the fire by not just kind of, you know, when they say, sir, can you put your mask on? You don't just show immediately. There's always that extra step or two or three before the end goal. And the whole idea is to just make someone else kind of like to just give them more admin in their life, you know, as I say, this person doesn't give a shit about you and they, 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 they really couldn't care less. They're just trying to tick the boxes before they can fly the plane to your destination, you know? Um, and yeah, it, it annoys me those videos because I actually think, I think the people who like, I think well, in many cases, I feel like some people who are like, you know, ardently against things like cancel culture and stuff like that, they they stoke the fires as bad, just as bad as everyone else. And really, I think the key thing is to just just why do you even bother with other people all the time? <laughs> you know you should kind of follow my rule of thumb which is to essentially avoid people at all costs and occasionally you'll come across like some really good people and then you give your time to them and that's great um and yeah most people don't give a shit um and if someone is genuinely like a, a busybody you know someone who just wants to be an ass it's there's probably something in their life that's causing them to be like that they've probably just had a very tough time for a long time or they've just not been socialized at a year, at an early age to to the extent where they just unfortunately are an asshole at which point you just avoid them forever you know um but no like we have kind of facebook video exposés and cancel cancellation um, and they just butt heads the whole time until we get to a point where, you know, um, I don't know, we're all on LinkedIn, and that's the only one that we can use. and LinkedIn sucks. I hate it. Um, I guess the key thing that I'm getting at here is that I think, like I, I I really feel like we might, in fifty years' time, possibly get to a stage where, Like, it's a bit like smoking cigarettes where people are kind of saying, what, Uh, everyone, you're trying to tell me that everyone in the 20s had like four or five different social media accounts and they just flicked between them for hours on end, refreshing their profile and hoping that their friends have been doing things in their life. And then they get themselves down thinking about the things that their friends and celebrities are doing their lives because they're not doing anything because they're spending their whole time, you know, on social media. Um, yeah, I'm a bit worried about it and I'm thinking about like not having any of it, but at the same time, removing myself from all social media then becomes noteworthy, you know, it becomes a point of, um, like intrigue and I, don't necessarily want that um so I'm thinking I might get rid of like all but one so I can kind of remain somewhat involved in the zeitgeist but um you know avoid some of the worst parts um but yeah I think I think I think social media might be terrible for us and no one really wants to admit it because we're all so badly addicted. I mean, I'm dreadfully addicted. I'm addicted to the stage where I've made a podcast, <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess the thing is, maybe there are some people who have just healthy relationships with social media. I'm, I'm sure that it's possible. Um, I like to think I'm not so bad, but I know that I am. I think deep down I know I'm probably really badly affected by social media and addicted to it as well. Um, Like, I need to delete Tinder for sure, because I really am not getting anything out of it. I just quite enjoy, (laughs) uh, you know, judging people basically and saying whether I would like them or not the best part about all of that is like no one likes me (laughs) so like the act of being on tinder for me anyway is not it's not the same experience as anyone else because like i'm sure lots of people go on it and they like get action or maybe have like a relationship off the back of it for me like it's kind of a it's quite freeing in a way because it's like Okay, so n- you're never really in danger of like someone actually liking you who you like back. Um, so really all it is is kind of like you know you're in this kind of gross state where you're in bed and it's a Sunday morning and you've had a few beers the night before and you're just you know sat upright with three chins just swiping mindlessly on, presumably all well-meaning ladies and um you know for that i i really apologize to anyone who's ever matched with me on tinder and i've basically you know offered absolutely nothing except for possibly some like on occasion i've had like i've experimented by like being as as weird as possible to see how weird i can go without like without getting unmatched and I enjoyed it. But then I realized actually there's something kind of morally wrong there because it's not, you know, it's not like I'm talking to an AI. Um, You know, I'm talking to a person and I think they might actually, you know, I don't know. It, it felt harsh, so I had to stop. But it was fun for a moment. You know, it was a, a brief shining light in my social media career. Anyway, I think I should delete Tinder. Facebook is dreadful. It's been bad for years. Um, I, I don't even have it for events anymore. I mean, like, I, I recently got invited to an event re- uh, for the first time in years, so suppose there's that but i could have easily been invited through other means so i'd guess i can delete facebook as well um and that's probably for the best because i would assume that's maybe where my worst things are it is worth saying i did once spend like a full sunday morning like we're talking hours four hours probably like going through every piece of activity i ever have done and like deleting stuff that i thought was dreadful um you know, I did still, I think I left still some of like my wall posts from back in the day, you know, where I was like talking to a girl and you would actually just post on their wall, which was, you know, public thing. And for some reason, everyone did it and you would like, yeah, you would be courting girls just in a public forum. And I I think in hindsight, that's pretty baller, but um, it's not when I do it, um, but I guess... I guess maybe for the fun of it, for the comedy of it, I, I've left it up, some of them anyway. Some of the worst ones I've gotten rid of, but yeah. Anyway, Facebook can go. Twitter's dreadful, um, but I mostly have Twitter just for the podcast, and I only follow like a few people, and they're just friends, and they generally like like pictures of food and stuff, and that's nice. Um, so, I think Twitter is actually an experience that you can just, um, you can kind of like curate it in a way where you can avoid some of the toxicity, shall we say. Um, and Instagram's probably the worst of them all, but it's the one that I get the most. Um, it's probably like, you know, if we're, it's, it's probably like the one where in the future people say, Oh, God, Everyone had Instagram and they were spending three hours a day on it. Yeah, I think that's the one that everyone will be looking at as the one that really like caused issues, like body issues, life problems, you know, looking at people's lives and thinking yours is shit. Um, but it's difficult because it's yeah, it's the one I like the most, but I, when I say like, I probably mean the one I'm addicted to most. I think that's probably the case. It's hard to tell. Um, no I think it's easy to tell I think I, I think I can safely say it's the one I'm most addicted to. Um what can I say? Um I I like I I you know I simp hugely for girls on Instagram. Um I've had to stop that uh cuz that's um I'm told it's weird behavior so I don't do it anymore. I've been told not to do it. Because I'm not actually that weird. That was what. That's why I'm disappointed in myself. Because it's behaviour that does not reflect who I am. But you know, when you see a <laughs> when you see a nice picture of a nice girl, um, what are you supposed to do? Is that an order for? Am I not providing the dopamine hit that you know the picture is supposed to you know garner? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I've stopped because, you know, people who are younger and they they understand social media more than me and kind of the, you know, the etiquette, the parlance of social media, shall we say. They told me, hey, lay off. Lay off the DMs. <laughs> you know, don't just DM people who don't know you. Um and I have. So we are where we are on that front. Um yeah. That was that's embarrassing that I've just put that out in the world. But whatever, who cares? I'm sorry. I've apologized for it. I'm sorry. I never meant any um I never meant any like weirdness. And I don't even think it was that weird. It was, you know, a girl is attractive. I send a fire emoji, you know? <laughs> a girl's attractive. She puts a, she puts a story online. Fire emoji. It's fire. The, you know, it doesn't even mean much because I don't use those emojis, but I don't know. I just assumed that's what people did. You know, you hear a lot of talk about sliding in DMs and I thought, oh, maybe I'll get involved in it. No, turns out it's a weird it's a weird thing to do. Who knew? Someone could I should have been coached. You know, I should have been coached on this earlier, but I wasn't, you know, probably went through a period of six months. Um whereby I was exhibiting exhibiting this behavior, you know, sorry. Wasn't a true reflection of me. Uh, yeah. I mean, and to be honest, sometimes, yeah, anyway, no, we won't even go, we won't go any further than that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe I'll delete it. maybe I'll delete Instagram I don't know Um, I don't know I used to I like putting I used to do I used to write I haven't written a lot in a while I used to put like my writing on Instagram but I haven't done that in a while so maybe I'll do a bit of that Um, and I also use it for to like market the podcast because it's the one thing that I actually have the most followers on so I sort of have to do that but I don't know I don't know anyway, I've been wittering on for some time now um, and I've already outed myself um, so yeah uh, remember remember though these are my corporate values, but you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to do these if you don't want to I just think I, these are just my suggested values. Just be kind to yourself, be kind to other people and you know. If you speak to your friends and they kind of say, yeah, probably sending fire emojis via DM on on Instagram might be kind of a strange behavior. If they say that, take it on board. Consider who you're DMing and think about, is it a weird thing to do? Maybe. If they know you, maybe it's not. If they don't, lay off. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your time um you know like many people on twitter uh i'm going to try you know i'm going to do my research i'm going to do better you know uh oh and also yeah don't buy those stupid fucking masks with your face on it or whatever because you're just as bad as the people who you're trying to annoy you know um anyway Enjoy the rest of the weather while it lasts. And, um, yeah, I'll be here next week, and hopefully you will be too, and we can, you know, continue onward with this lovely relationship. Goodbye.